in a world where not wearing a mask on Halloween is scarier than wearing one. In a world where Halloween candy is delivered in bulk on Amazon Prime. We are experiencing a new kind of Halloween. Which is why, today, on Open Loops, Tim Seitz joins me as we hypnotize someone from across the globe to channel an interdimensional space being. Can you handle it? You're going to need to toss out all your candy corn for this episode because it's a terrible candy. Choose something else. It's Open Loops Conversations that bend. I consider it an affront to my family that you haven't heard about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Okay. Let me let me just lay this out for you. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And And get this, okay? Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money, moolah, from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Open loops. Open loops. Open loops. Open loops. Open loops. You must listen to the open loops, a theme park for absurd beliefs and systems of integration between the mind and the creative spirit. Open loops. Happy Halloween, everybody. This to me is peak, peak open loops. You are here because you are looking to go on a brain bender. You want to go on a mind trip, but you have no destination. Your intellect and your imagination, they love playing. But there's a special theme park, a theme park for the fringe, the taboo, the alternative thought. It's all here. It's open loops, conversations that bend. I'm your host, Greg Bornstein. Timothy Seitz. Tim Seitz, the happy hypnotist. He joins me on a very special Halloween episode as we speak to an alien. That is correct. He told me, Greg, would you like to speak to an interdimensional space being? And I said, absolutely. That's what you're going to get on this episode. Lena Marie is uh, someone that works alongside Tim, has been trained by Tim in hypnosis, and happens to be a very, very good hypnotic subject. I'm excited for you to hear this episode because it shows you the power of hypnosis. I've talked about it since the beginning. I believe that what hypnosis is able to do 
is tap into something. It's it's the only thing that actually is like you can guide the imagination. It's the closest thing I found to being actually actually able to guide it, open your brain up and direct it in a way. It's a gateway, it's a portal. This episode you get to go through the portal and see what happens when somebody gets to channel an entity that isn't them from another galaxy. We started talking, actually, before Tim got on the interview, I, I started talking to Lena Marie, so there's a little bit of context missing. She was telling me about how Tim helped her out therapeutically, and then beginning of the conversation, Tim and I go into a little shop talk, a little stuff about hypnosis and things that could work and sort of therapeutic tools and all this stuff. And then it just really goes off into the strange quickly. Tim goes off into the strange pretty quickly. Uh, it's why I consider him a friend. Both of us were trained under the great Justin Trance, who, despite that name, um, <laughs> you might be like, Justin Trance, come on, come on, nah. Uh, he is probably the, arguably, he would argue it, and I would have to say it's seems to be true, the most successful stage or perhaps hypnotist on the planet. Tim and I were very lucky to be trained by him. He is awesome. He hypnotized people that believe they never could be. I hope to have him on sometime. But my introduction to Justin and, and his ways is really through Tim. Uh, Tim lives in Brooklyn. I live in Brooklyn. And I love hanging out with him. I love his insight. We're going to have Tim on for another episode to talk more about his approach to hypnosis and some of the ideas he has. But this episode is such a special time because no other podcast, at least that I'm aware of, is tapping into other dimensions to actually speak to beings from them. So um, I, I'm super excited to share this with you. If you enjoy Open Loops, please do rate, subscribe on Apple iTunes, rate it, leave a review so we can keep talking to all the other beings in the galaxy. Um, I really appreciate your feedback. You are the reason this show can keep existing. So any kind words you can say, greatly appreciate it. I wish all of you a wonderful listening experience to this. I hope it fits into your Halloween season. Enjoy Tim Seitz and Lena Marie and Emily. So I have Tim Seitz, the happy hypnotist. And uh, I, I guess one of his mentees, and uh, I, I don't even know. How would you describe Lena Marie, Tim? Oh, well, she's my office manager. She uh, helps me get organized. Uh, on the disc profile, I'm a low C, so uh, having oh, her gotcha. is very helpful. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah, and you've worked with her. We were, we were just talking a little bit about uh, before this interview started. Uh, first of all, thank you both for being on the show. I always forget to thank my guests, but thank you for coming on. <laughs> um, thank you for having us. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, Lena Marie was telling me a little bit about, you know, how she came to you with, with stuff involving her father. 
and you like really modified the voices in her head to be much more acceptable and even slightly comedic. Yeah, I, I think I was inspired by that through um, before I even studied hypnosis. I had read um, Infinite Power, the Tony Robbins book. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And when he talks about modalities and, you know, it goes into NLP and how, um, you know, in the audio modality, you, like it's you have the voices that are in your head, you know, and how they affect you emotionally. Mm. And by changing a a powerful or strong influential voice in your head to what i usually do is that of a child right. because all of us at heart are children you know what mm -hmm. i mean we, we still have that part of ourselves inside of us and we revert to it when we lose our cool when we lose our adult sheen you know or that shell of adulthood totally and we, the, 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 the kid comes out, um, you see what that little kid is like. And there are all sorts of different little kids. Um, but when you're, when someone else has an impact on you, when you're able to change your, your perspective and reframe and see that person like as a child, as someone who's crying out because they're in pain, yes. not because you did anything, but because that's the state that they're in. And they're just taking it out on you because you're closest to them. Yeah. Um, Lena, if, if, I, if I can share, I think you had said that your father had even admitted to you that he took it out on you because your mother was too strong. So mm -hmm. he, he had to take it on, out on you. Is that right? Yes, that's right. So <clears throat> clearly, you know, this isn't, her actions causing him to respond in the way that he did you know he mm. was taking his emotional damage out on her and even admitted it you know but it doesn't do shit for her really right you know right but when he can when she can understand that he's not this powerful figure but this you know um abused child you know um it, it changes the frame. It changes the perspective and the way that you feel. And as a very sympathetic person, uh, Lena can, you know, feel for the baby as opposed to being scared by the adult, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, it makes me think, Tim, and <laughs> I know uh, we, we do. De we definitely have a reason that you're on today because we're gonna we're gonna get to, we're gonna get to some interdimensional. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. But you know, just to sort of talk at the level that we often talk about in uh, when we're talking like hypnosis shop talk, it right. makes me wonder if, I mean. <sighs> You know, it's interesting, like, like, I feel like someone could develop a modality of hypnosis that is like, like, it's content free. So what that means for the audience is that like, you don't actually have to bring up the specific thing that happened. But like, right. what if you could just bring people in and just like, before they told you every anything, like, just give them a full scale, like, shift about how they view can view their parents. Do you think that would like address a lot of symptoms. I feel like maybe there is a modality I'm not thinking of, but like just like a parent reframe, because at the end of the day, it seems like that is so, it's such a powerful thing. Now, what makes it uniquely powerful 
is the individual work you do with that. Like, you can't just be like, your parents are people. They have issues too, da 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 da, da without like really right, getting right, what's right. specifically there. But it does make me wonder about like approach-wise, if there is like, hypnotists are always looking for the silver bullet. Like, I wonder if there is well, something to it, that. It's, it's funny you say that because um, did you ever play, um, I, I, I did since I was like 12 years old, did you ever play Dungeons and Dragons? I actually, a lot of people think I have, but I've never actually played it. But I know of it, I have a lot of friends that are into it. As an improv expert or master, I think you should. <laughs> I think you should try it because it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and there are two basic roles in D&D in that there's the player where you're experiencing the story and you're, you're going through it, you're improvising, you're, you're you know, going with what your character is. So it's a great actor's tool. Mm. And then a great hypnotist tool is being the dungeon master where you're um, – now you can play pre, you know, pre-made um, dungeons and campaigns and things like that that are written for you, but most DMs write a lot of their own stuff. Right. So you're an author and a storyteller and you're telling stories in the second person, which really is hypnosis. Okay. Totally. So um, I had been told by <clears throat> a coach um, that I should develop a way to use my hypnosis and my role-playing skills together. Absolutely. And I'm, I actually am doing that in a, um, a way of, and I'm almost trying to not call it hypnosis or NLP because there's so much like loaded up with that. Totally. Absolutely agree. You, and people like, think they're signing up for a specific thing and it's like, it's got baggage. It does. Right. Right. Major. Okay. So this is really a new form of virtual reality. Oh my gosh. That is um, done by the brain. Okay. And I created a programming language for it that like is, it's different from, it's similar to hypnosis in some ways and NLP and different things like that, but it's its own thing. And it, it's, I call it IMHD. Okay. Mm. Which means inner mind high definition. Okay. That's meaning one. Okay. Yes. yes. For an open, You'll love this for open loops because it has multiple meanings. Okay. Yes, this is great. Um, meaning number two is literally I, I myself, M, A, M, um, H, D. I am the highest definition. My brain is the highest receiver and transmitter. Oh, this okay. is great. I'm loving this. Okay. All right. Now, here, you're going to love this. The cherry on top. <laughs> yes. Keep I, M, H, D is also the inspirations for the concept that help you understand it, the movies and TV shows that inspired it. Mm. Inception. Oh my God. The Matrix M. Okay. Yes. HD Holodeck. Tim, what is going? I mean, you have to get on this. You got to patent yeah. this immediately or <laughs> well, get the copyright trademark immediately. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's my whole thing of like, I, I started it like eight to 10 years ago when I like first learned hypnosis from Igor Letahowski. Yes. Um, and I just have been developing it since then. 
and like little pieces of it. But now I have this like, I'm gonna, like I'm making the Apple. You know what I mean? Like, totally, it, totally. It's a new computer. It's a new like home computer, a new like software hardware system that people can use to role play, to do yeah. like amazing new therapy, like role play therapy. So yes, that makes sense. So all you need to do for like what you're talking about is have a scenario where you uh, give the person a character and the character could have parents mm. or, you know, um, uh, elders, you know, like in the community or whatever that would represent the parents. Yeah. But they would learn through the story that the parents or the elders are flawed just like they are. So they have to right. understand that they're not these like mighty gods that are like, you know, flawless that they're, you know, go through all the challenges we go through and you have to be able to empathize in that same way. Tim, this you know? is so good. You know, here's what I'm wondering about. And, um, it, it, and you know, you've been a full-time hypnotherapist for years now. I've seen a lot of people. Uh, in my mind, uh, early on in my understanding of hypnosis, I sort of encountered people that were like, hey, if you're going to do like direct suggestion, if you're going to tell someone that, you know, they're, they're going to lose weight or going to feel better about a situation, even like, I remember asking in one of these Facebook groups, like, can't a good hypnotist just suggest someone that they're no longer have depression? And then I got a whole lot of like, whoa, hey, yes, you could. <laughs> but like, there's like deep rooted stuff there and you have to attach things. And it seems at the end of the day that there is a lot of focus on getting regressing to the core issue and then like reshaping like a fundamental moment or like like a period of time when you're understanding and even yeah i mean i'll just say it actually it usually is a moment with a parent that got put in incorrectly your brain like wrapped <laughs> around it wrong and you have to sort it out my question is this how often do you believe that it at the end of the day to get deep change, it has to go there? Or have you seen in your experience the, the um, getting rid of like either two questions, either like doing a symptom-based approach as a way to like healing the symptom as a way of resolving the other thing? Like hypnotists tout that never been convinced fully that it works, but I think it kind of does for some things, A. And B, like – do you think your holodeck device could do that for people? Like, do you think we are at a level, our brains are capable of actually resolving things without going to that core incident in your experience? Well, I mean, look at the way a good regression works. Okay. Um, now I'm not going to mention his name, but I spoke to a person who, a hypnotist, a professional hypnotherapist uh, who's been in business at least as long as I have who when he does um, trauma work, uh, phobia work, and he regresses people, he does reviv revivification. He, he, yeah, exactly. I was taught the opposite of that. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, I do not, that, I, I have the person see the experience as they're watching a movie and they have a remote control so they can stop it, fast forward it, everything else. Um, and 
I've already established their safety points before and after so that it's just the watching the movie. It goes happy, goes sad, it goes happy again. I'll even put soundtracks to it where they'll have powerful music in the beginning and in the end. And in the middle, I might even put in, like there was a guy who was in a car crash that almost killed him. Um, and he couldn't remember it initially. He didn't, you know, he, he knew he had the phobia. He, he couldn't, he didn't remember the car crash initially. Then huh. in the second session, he told me about it. But the thing was um, that when he was going through, when he was watching the part of the movie where he actually had the car crash, I put on the Benny Hill music. <laughs> great, great. That's, so that that's, it was yeah. like, you know, na 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 na. You know, I won't do it. I don't want you to get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> but um, he um, it it he actually laughed. You know, because he was watching it, he knew he was going to be safe at the end. He knew he was going to be okay. You know, so he went from happy to scared to happy again. But the Benny Hill music made it all easier to like just you know laugh about. You know. Like, oh, geez, went through that, survived yes, that. How crazy. Yes. Um, so, and I mean, I love about regression therapy that as hypnotists, when we do it perfectly, we don't have to know what happened. Mm, yes. They never, they, the, the client never has to tell us, I went through this. They just totally. You just say, was there a trauma? Was there anything that, yes, okay, fine. Don't say a word about it. I'll stop people. I'll be like, they'll be about to go back to there. I'll see their eyes almost start to shift left to go back to tell me about the memory. And I'll be like, stop it. You know, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want you to think about it. What do you think that is? Is it because, or do you think you'd interfere at all or is it just for them? I, I think that they're used to, you know, anytime they're, they've tried to deal with it in the past, person wants to hear about it. So that's yes. like the default model, which is, you know, I don't want to re-traumatize them, you of know? Of course. So I'm like, stop. And I just say, you know, I want you, I want you to tell me after this happened, when you felt safe and happy, when, you know, and I'll have them really focus on it then go back to when they felt safe and happy before. So they have those two points. I'll, I'll go through it again just to like see them visualize it, see them reach those points, you know, and then I'll run them through it. So they're watching the movie. They're seeing what happened. I'm only watching them watch the movie, so I can't see the movie. I don't, Yeah. but I never have to, but it helps me be a better therapist because I'm not like analyzing what happened Mm. because that's not really my job. Yeah. My job is to help the person. So like to, to pick apart, to um, vivisect the, the, the instant, the trauma, I think is just going to be messy. You know? Um, so that we have the ability to, to overcome trauma without having to see it, which, you know, it's not 
any personal distaste for it. It's just I want the person to not have to feel that pain, panic, or whatever. You know? Do you think in your new, uh, your new like virtual reality hypnosis world where you're able to put people in roles and and right. this regression work or or do this sort of change work? Does it have to go into regression? You think to still get powerful? No, change? no, it doesn't. It can go. Actually, it's good that you say that because as an actor, I bet, and I don't know what roles you've had. I don't know what you've done. Okay. Yeah. But I'm going to take a guess, okay? This is one of those fucking wonderful hypnosis guests. Guesses, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah. I'm going to take a guess that you've played a role where it wasn't something that you had done in your past as you're playing the character, you know? But as you played the role, you learned something about yourself. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, of course, we can use this acting therapy to, to help people. Mm, have you, now is that... Acting, acting is role-playing, right? Yes. Oh, no, absolutely, absolutely. I, I think you're right. Is that what Lena, did, has Lena been, uh, done any of this, like, hollow deck kind of stuff? Well, it's interesting. She's done... Lena Marie, sorry. Yes. Yeah. She's done a pretty advanced version of it in when we um, work with uh, Emily. So here's a character that I haven't given her any real inspiration or knowledge of, but I know through... And here's where... It, it gets into real open loops ter territory. Yes. My own travels into other dimensions. Okay. You, your travels. Right. My unconscious travels into other dimensions, um, which I'm going to say are more, um, <sighs> midnight gospel than, um, Buck Rogers or Star <laughs> right, Trek. Right. You know, right. Because I think Midnight Gospel really has more as far as if you're going to explore new places, that's the way that it's done more than the you take a spaceship there. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, that's the show on Netflix. It's really, uh, yeah. really mind blowing. It's yeah. I, I recommend it. Everyone on Open Loops, if you like the whole Open Loops concept, and Greg, I think you're brilliant to have like really described this fringe this like you know <laughs> yeah. whole, whole thing um thank you it, it you're welcome it oh uh midnight gospel is a fantastic guidebook to like that whole um concept of what we have to gain by going to other worlds wow. you know wow um, because it's not like, and, and he'll, he'll get tokens. Clancy will take home tokens from the other worlds. And it, um, I don't know if in this century we'll be able to physically go to other dimensions where we can take back objects. Okay. Yeah. But we can take back ideas, you know? Yeah. So you could see another an aircraft in another dimension and 
it's not like anything you've seen here, but you learn and you understand it and you come back here and you could build it. Wow. You know? Lena, like, has Lena Marie over there? Lena Marie, have you been to other worlds, you feel? I would say just for family and him, of course. Mm. Um, but Well, you've maybe. been to Emily's world, really. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we're going to go into Emily, you know, I'm very interested, like, like, it sounds like more almost Lena, uh, maybe, maybe worlds have come through you, Lena Marie. Basically. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and Tim, you told me, you know, Lena Marie is a little less like, like even talkative than these other kind of uh, entities that have talked through her. Well, Right, Emily, Lena channels Emily, and Emily, it's interesting, is much more um, outgoing than Lena is, hmm. not as high as Lena is, and as Lena will tell you, um, Emily's English is a little better than Lena's is, which is hysterical, if you think about it. Yeah. Wow. That's way better. I mean, look, I, I look, I, I really do want to talk philosophical hypnosis stuff with you, but part of me is just like, I feel like we should go into it. <laughs> yeah, so let's um let's and call Lena out. And um because um let's call Emily out rather. Um because Lena has been hypnotized by me several times before. Uh, you'll, you'll notice the induction is ridiculously simple. Mm. Um, and fast. I, and fast. Yeah, I have more elaborate in, inductions, but for the sake of your show, I'm just going to use like a speed induction so, so we can uh, talk to Emily really quickly, okay? That's awesome. Um, I am going to – I will also, though, demonstrate my um, levitation deepener. Oh, um, wow. Because um, when I first started doing hypnosis, people would feel really relaxed and feel really good and we'd get change work done. Um, but because it wasn't like TV or the movies, people would say, I don't know if I was hypnotized. Mm. That would piss me off. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, so for a while I did Justin's um, eye lock and have them say I'm satisfied in order to open their eyes. That's Justin <laughs> Trance, our mentor. Yes. Yes. Um, but I then turned to a levitation as a convincer. Interesting. And a deepener. Um, so you'll see that. Um, and then I'll bring Emily out. And when Emily comes out, you'll see she's very talkative, very like, you know. Um, so you'll, you, you're going to be a little surprised by that, I think, but wow. let's get right into it. Okay. Sounds great. All right. Uh, Lena, you ready? Just a few seconds. Okay. Just get yourself ready. Just get comfortable. Mm -hmm. Just tell me when you're ready. Okay. <clears throat> Okay, Lena, I'd just like you to close your eyes, take a deep breath and relax. That's right. That's right. 
And I'm going to count down from three to one, bring you into a deep sleep trance, okay? Mm-hmm. Three. Two. One. Deep sleep trance all the way down, all the way down. That's right. That's right. Deep sleep trance all the way down. That's right. Just let go. Just let go. It's like quicksand. The more you, the, the more you struggle, the, the deeper you go, the faster you go. So you can try to resist, but you just find yourself going deeper and deeper every moment, deeper and deeper into trance. That's right. You feel it right now, don't you? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. That's right. That's right. Just let yourself go all the way down, all the way down to the bottom of that deep sleep trance. That's right. That's right. It feels good. It feels really good. That's right. Now, feel yourself become completely weightless. That's right. Completely weightless. And you just start floating up. Up, 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 up. That's right. Up, up, up. Feel yourself weightless floating up. That's right. Feel yourself completely safe and weightless. Floating, floating, floating. That's right. That's right. Now gently floating down. Gently floating down. That's right. That's right. That's right. There you go. And now we're going to open a door, and you're going to let Emily walk through that door. You know you'll be completely safe and sound at all times. You're going to give Emily complete control over your body, your voice, and your actions. And your body and you will be completely safe at all times. I'm right here. That's right. Lena? Let go, walk through the door, and let Emily walk through at the same time. One, two, three. That's right. Emily, you there? Yeah. (laughs) Emily, I want you to meet Greg. Hey. Hi. How are you? I'm very good. How are you doing, Emily? Do you feel Do you feel well? Mm-hmm. Where Where yeah. are you? I, I'm very curious about you. Where are you from? That's a good, like, difficult to explain. <laughs> um, we have some time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm from another dimension. Yeah. And I'm like 
more than 40, maybe 50 years um, in the future. You're in the future. Mm-hmm. Wow. What does, so wait, you're in another dimension in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, is yeah. it, are, are you far away from earth? Are you like, like you seeing what's going on here still? Like what, what, what is that? I, some kind of, um, lived through all that stuff that's going on here on earth. So it, it is some kind of another planet. Wow. Tim, has Emily, Emily ever told you anything that um, surprised you before about where she's from or, you know, the time she's from? Um, I, I don't fully understand the quote-unquote, uh, I, I, I almost call it politics of the, um, the races that live there. I don't mean human. Um, there are non-human um races that um are not particularly friendly um that there have been wars and battles and things like that uh that she's described and told me about that are pretty um you know i don't remember her giving her any kind of uh inspiration for any of those ideas so they're completely you know uh from that uh, universe generator, if you would. Wow. You know? Yeah. Emily, uh, I'm very curious about you. Can you tell me sort of like, what is your, what do you do daily? What's your job? Do you have a job? Do, are there jobs in the future? <laughs> um, there are some kind of jobs, I would say. Um, we we have like the the stuff you have now like um the the government and all that stuff but it's like some kind of mix up um we we don't have like president or um like a whole government there's more like just a king or a queen and that yeah king or a queen so wait a minute Mm -hmm. wait a minute so who is the king do you know this person yeah um but I can't tell you the the name is it, are you not allowed to tell me mm-hmm. why well now why yeah. <laughs> why does someone and <laughs> why aren't you allowed we we just have our rules and yeah, I'm. I'm not allowed. 
Wait a minute, Tim. This is like fascinating stuff. So, so according to Emily, there are rules in the future about I, I'm what you're I mean, allowed to tell people from the past. Yeah, is that specifically what it is like? Like, do they know? Does the king know right now that you're having this conversation? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Is, <laughs> how do you feel about that? Um, I. I don't care, actually. I just. Does something bad happen if you break the rules? It depends on which rule. Well, what if you were, <laughs> if you were to tell me the king's name? So, if you were to tell me the king's name, what would happen to you? Or is that a secret too? What What would happen if you told? <laughs> name right now everybody wants to hear the name of the king right what the would future. be the consequences right basically it's it is a secret wait a minute so I'm not allowed. you're not even I'm allowed not to allowed. tell me what they're gonna do to you yeah now tell me this emily what are you allowed to talk about in the future mostly stuff of the past is there anything new you can teach us? I mean, look, right now we're in we're in 2020. Um, you know, it's mid-August of 2020. There's a global pandemic. People are worried about money. Um, you know, like, can you give us any sort of guidance? How would we get out of this? Are you allowed to tell us? Like, like what can you teach us about this moment in time? It, the thing it did, it was... It would cause some, um, like, problems with time. If I, if I tell you or if I talk too much about all that. Interesting. So I'm, I'm, I'm basically not allowed to, like, talk about things at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why do you think you do go through Lena Marie to talk? Like, like if you're not, you know, to me, and this is what I'm trying to understand. Like, if, you know, if you're not allowed to talk about stuff right now, if you're not allowed to tell us anything from the future, even though, you know, we, Lena Marie allowed you to come through to her, Emily. Um, what, what's the purpose? <laughs> like, what's the purpose? Like, why do you even come if you're not allowed to say anything? Like, what are you trying to achieve here? More more understanding that there are um, other dimensions that are not explored mm. and you know like there are planets there um are you are, now are you uh are you nervous about what you're talking about right now are you telling us too much i try not to <laughs> let me let me um yeah please tim i'm gonna i i i happen to have uh taken a little of the technology from from Lena's world, um, and I can tell you, 
that you mean my world yes uh, uh from emily's world rather um and i can tell you uh to give you like a a, a primary understanding of it mm-hmm. that the energy that's created uh when two people are in harm harmony um they're they're thinking like parallel processors in a way you know what i mean their um their energy is synced okay um the more people you add to that the more power the circuit gets and when you have a certain number of people um psychically focused a certain way you can um easily like transmit to other dimensions uh you can look backwards and forwards in time and you can um actually alter the future in a positive way um kind of I guess you would call it almost a group manifestation. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, and the principles um, are confirmed everywhere from uh, things in the New Testament to things of um, modern witchcraft like Crowley and stuff like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So wait a minute, Tim, have you actually, uh, have you had anyone channeled through you or have you in your journeys interdimensionally like met this Emily? Have you guys met Uh, before in another world? I met, well, I met Emily first, um, in her world and then you brought her here. Right. Exactly. She, I asked her to come back here and she chose, um, Lena to channel through. And then Lena and I met, you know, we thought randomly, um, but clearly it was, you know, when we, when I found Emily and Lena, uh, I realized that, you know, our, our meeting was not random. It was, you know, she, uh, had come through from, um, Emily's world. Wait, you know? really? Let go into that for a second. That's so fascinating. So thank you. Uh, you know, uh, Emily, thank you for being here still. Um, when you were, are you telling me that it actually was like, like, and this is, this is like skeptical Greg coming out. So this is why I must ask. That's cool. Like you were, you were, you went to this other dimension, you saw, you talked with Emily, all this stuff. Then like Lena Marie came to you uh, who, who I, I don't even know. Um, okay. Talk to me the steps from like Lena Marie reaching out to you, to you discovering Emily wanted to use her as a vessel. Um, Lena and I met on a hypnosis board. Got it. Um, and um, we talked about hypnosis. Um, she, um, we did um, a Skype call, and um, I found her to be an incredible hypnotic subject. Yes. Oh, uh, and. We talked for 
I think maybe it was about two weeks yeah. about different things. And I told her, you know, like, um, she was one of the first people I had talked to about as far as interdimensional traveling and stuff, you know? And I was just like, you know, oh, I know this may sound crazy, but, you know, and she's like, no, you know, that, that sounds cool. And <laughs> right. I did um, a hypnosis session with her and, you know, um, I, I, Lena, uh, Emily, do you remember how you kind of came across? Or do you, do you remember how, you know, you kind of first, your first peek into this world? Um, I think you hypnotized Lena and, um, just asked me to come through her to, to talk with you. Yeah, and I, at that point, I didn't know your name. I just knew you were from the other dimension, but, and you told me your name yourself. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, so Emily, you, you remembered Tim, you were seeing Tim up there, the king, like, you know, the king wasn't watching you for a couple minutes, maybe. Um, <laughs> I'm very interested in this king. What is going on with this king? Why is this king not letting you tell, learn more here? <laughs> Teach us things. Because it, it can cause problems. It's can we get can we get the king on? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I I don't think so. <laughs> what about the queen? Is is the queen nicer? Uh, no, not at all. She's worse. She's worse than the king. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Lena, Lena Marie's, uh, who's listening or who maybe isn't listening right now. Well, how is Lena Marie doing down there? By the way. Uh, she's just relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> some some kind of listening and drifting at the same time. Emily, uh, Emily, what is your life like? Like, are you, you know, Tim says that you're very uh, much more talkative, and you do seem to be a little more talkative than uh, Lena Marie was for sure. I mean, like, like, do you? Are there still bars? Do people meet each other? Like that? Like are there coffee shops? Do you dance? Like, like what is life like for you? Um, we, I would say we just live in a really big house instead of um, cities and all that. Kind it's a of. really big house. Yeah. More. <laughs> Tim, have More you ever like been to a... this house? Uh, yeah, it's communal living. Um, so it's um, picture a commune. Um, yeah. Very uh, kind of a combination of. Uh, the beauty of nature and everything like that from your 60s commune mixed with a um, kind of 
science slash hypnotists, you know? Yeah, or, uh, totally, totally. One of those weekend retreats at some master hypnosis trainers, like, right. you know. Resort, how... right. Yes, yes. Wait, why are you laughing over there, Emily? What's funny to you about this? <laughs> Just the description. <laughs> Is it accurate? <laughs> this is. Do yeah, you, it is. Are you looking at us? I mean, look, I, you might be looking at me this way because I haven't traveled to interdimensions, at least that I'm aware of. Actually, have I, Emily? Um, I I don't know. Can you see any Greg up there, wherever you are, in there? Um. I mean, not that I know of, you know. Um, wait a minute, wait a minute. Am I dead in 50 years? <laughs> no. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm very nervous right now, Tim. This is, no. this is freaking me out. Um, okay, that's good, that's good. You, uh, you don't need to be dead to visit us. <laughs> I, don't need to be, uh, I don't need to be bad or dead to visit dead. you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You don't need to be dead. Um, right, it's not an afterlife. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good. Hey, is there life after death, you think? That's a question. <laughs> Maybe there is for um, you. Maybe your life is eternal. I shouldn't tell you my age. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Nope. 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 Women women are, are um That's still a thing in yeah, the future. Well, I, I, I think she's just doing this, but uh she actually has a, a longer lifespan than than we currently do. So I think she's probably lived a whole one of our lives. Maybe probably you, you and me put together. Do you do you look different than Lena Marie does? Uh, yeah. Like, do you have a body like a like a full form that's different, like a different face, different, you know, like like feet, hands? Like, actually, do you have a body? That's a good question. Do you have skin? Uh, like, yeah. I mean, well, I'll let her answer that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you've seen her up there. You've seen her before. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you? What is your experience, uh, Emily? Yeah, I. <laughs> I guess you have a body. Um, is that do you do you do you understand the question? Like, like, do you are you made of the same stuff that Lena Marie is? That's a good question too. <laughs> Um, are you are you human? <laughs> Some kind of. I don't mean Some kind of human. I know. I I feel bad interrogating you, but you know. I mean, how often do you get to meet uh, uh, an interdimensional being? What should we call you? Should we call you an alien? Should we call you like like what is? Oh, I don't think that's a good one. Oh, that I wouldn't call you an alien. I wouldn't call you that. Um, the the first time I was in Lena's body, it was like strange to me. Why? Um, the, 
I wouldn't say we are ghosts, but for me, we are just floating above the surface and have an actual human body um, huh. is some kind of strange. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's strange about it? Um, we, in, in our world, we have walls and, um, you know, like the, the house and, but the, the thing is you can, or at least I can walk through walls. You can walk through walls. You can walk through walls? Yeah, or some kind of. Or some kind of teleportation. Wow. I, I, I think, I think they have... Um, they experience a direct physical form, but they have such a mastery over it. Yeah. That, um, first off, they can... While it's a, a real physical body, it's not, you know, like a hologram or anything. It's a real physical body. They, it's almost a projection as far as it is what they see it as. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, why do you need a house if you can walk through walls? Um, <laughs> but I, I think in their in their ability to change, they're not, I don't think they're completely polymorphic. I think they're, they have to stay to kind of a, a humanoid kind of frame. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. You, you couldn't, Emily, you're, you're not able to like turn into a bird if you wanted to. Right. No. <laughs> right. Do you, do you right. want to? Do you want to? Sometimes. Yeah. But you you might have the the mental ability to to levitate or to fly. Is that right? I wouldn't say fly, but uh, yeah, levitate. <clears throat> right. You can project yourself off the ground, and right. You might not be moving as fast as someone who's flying, but you can mm -hmm. you can let go of gravity for a little while. Yeah. Um, wow. That's strange here. <laughs> the what? first time I was here, I, I, just some kind of um, hit the door and the walls. <laughs> yeah. Because um, you couldn't walk through them, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. So, so, um, this is like a, uh, a level of physical, of mental control and physical control that you read about in like the yoga sutras and shit like that. I was going to say, I mean? yeah. 
remember there was a whole thing about uh like like tm in the you know when it got really popular in the middle of the 20th century and people were starting to claim that you could teleport and you know yogis were claiming that if you studied with them you could float levitate all that stuff uh widely disproved in the sense that you know like no one's ever seen right there's nothing you can see that's proof per se of that but um but that's so interesting so so yeah speak more to that tim well, you've seen men who stare at goats, right? Yes, yes. Um, you know, and, and walking through the wall, that whole kind of concept and idea. Um, I actually knew uh, the late um, Colonel Jim Channon. Really? Yeah. Um, not, I never met him in person. I only talked to him um, over the phone and through uh, Facebook. Mm. But um, I was appointed um, an admiral ship in the 1st Earth Battalion. Wow. And also a seat on the Psionic Council. So I was given some very nice honorary titles uh, by. Yeah, uh, congratulations. I didn't realize I was lucky. Thank you for your right. service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, he, um, he had worked with the government um, to do all the psychic soldier, super soldier. Uh, stuff you know um and you know about uh the government's um remote viewing stations and stuff like that at least the ones that were you know we were told about yes Um, the the new ones obviously we're not being told about you know they said they stopped doing it but if it worked why would they stop doing it you know it's ridiculous like oh yeah we we did this and it actually did work but but we stopped doing that because, you know, that's creepy, right? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so, you know, there's still remote viewing stations, you know, that the, that the government's using and stuff. But um, Jim, you know, pioneered that. And um, when he was looking at it, he looked at, you know, all sorts of philosophies and stuff through the world and, you know, took people out of the limit of the limitations that we put on ourselves in the 20th, 21st century. Now, back then, you know, in the 20th century, um, just you, when you define yourself, when you put that frame around yourself of culture and humanity and everything else, you let go of or cut yourself off of sometimes the kind of more mythic, parts of your nature you know and we don't know everything that we can do you know i mean i've started seeing amazing things in through hypnosis but you know if uh someone if someone was able to actually levitate you know um i would watch it i'd be impressed you know i'd I'd want to learn how to do it you know um, and the thing that I'm getting from uh, Emily's world is that um, maybe instead of having one person trying to levitate themselves, you have seven people who are in synchronized energy and they levitate one of them, you know, all their energy focused together. That'd wow. be so much easier and simpler 
than um, than what we have now. And while you know Emily's world seems similar to ours in a lot of ways, the the personal division of dividing people up against each other and um, of um, having people even in pairs yeah. work competitively against everyone else. You know? It seems to be an issue. I mean, this queen sounds like a raging biatch. I'm sorry to say <laughs> But what, who is this woman? Why doesn't she believe in harmony, Emily? Um, the, the thing is, we, we have some kind of a war again, and she's just protecting um, us. She, um, yeah, she, take, she has to take tough measures. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's tougher than the king, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you were to tell me the queen's name or the king's name. Um, oh, sorry. I guess we got some interference there. I, I wonder if they're, they hear this. Um, did, um, if, you were, if we were to – if you were to tell me their names, Emily – would I recognize them? Is that the problem? Do we already know in 2020 who the king is? The, it, it, it is some kind of a problem with... The, is it Donald Trump? Vision? Is no. Donald Trump the king? No. No. <laughs> no. That, that's you sure of. What about Baron? Baron. Is it a Trump? Do the Trumps have power in <laughs> 2070? We need to know this right now. Yeah, this is important stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm not allowed to say You're not allowed to say, Tim, this is not good. This is not a good sign yeah. right now. No, come on, Emily, just just confirm that it, it's not a it's not a Trump. Because I think I think what she's doing is she's concerned that um or the concern is that the name, let's say the name is um, let me go in another direction. Maybe this will make her more nervous. Let's say the name is Musk, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not Trump, but Musk, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Right. Keep going. Right. And even if it's not relate, related to Elon, it's just a, a coincidence, right? Yeah. As soon as we know in this century the the name of the the person then going forwards that pebble can get caught under the foot of someone who's affecting the future and f up their future you know what i mean totally well it's like yeah back to the future man those back to the future movies taught us the power of messing have you seen back to the future emily several times you've watched back <laughs> to the future well, really it's still an enduring classic in the future <laughs> like, wow 
That's, Tim, I, this is a huge discovery for me. I think we learned something. <laughs> I, I think so. Wait a minute. I, I honestly, like, I, I don't want to keep you, but I really could do, like, three hours with Emily right now, like, learning. And really, the conversation would be about, like, what she's allowed to tell me and what she's not allowed to tell me. Um, right. Well, to well, I have to have... To have well, you definitely have to have Emily back sometime. But uh, yeah, this is amazing. To, I would love to come back uh, on the show, and also I think um, it would be great to talk with Lena sometime. Uh, <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, I want. Um, yeah, Lena has experienced um, a a great deal of different uh, um, hypnotic phenomena and techniques. Um, so everything from like an ice cube to cool her down when she's cold mm. to um, a way to make her feel full every time I say the word cheese. Um, Interesting. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. You're welcome. Uh, Who was that talking? Was that Emily talking or Lena right there? Yeah, it, it was <laughs> me, Emily. You were thanking Tim on Lena's behalf? <sighs> It is just annoying to to feel always hungry when I'm uh, in her body. Yeah, totally, totally. This is so interesting. Now, wait a minute, Emily. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever visit? Do you ever visit Lena without Tim's help? Like, like, does Lena some? Do you sneak up on her sometimes? <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, but I I don't do it too often. Yeah, what's the number one thing if, you know, at the end of this conversation today, you know, we got a lot of people in this world that are freaking out with <laughs> with the with the virus going on. <laughs> We have a lot of people that don't like know what's real and what's not. They're talking about getting rid of the postal service in the U.S. I mean, it's like really there's a lot going on. Can you give us any sort of good message from the future on behalf? You know, put the king on, like, like just anything, anything that the king, anything that we can. What can we do right now to get through this? Oh gosh. There's an answer. Oh, you know that was an answer, Tim. She's got she knows something helpful. It's a controversial answer though. Is the answer kill Elon Musk? <laughs> <laughs> do, do we have to murder him? Is that what you're telling us right now? No. No. Okay, good. No. Good. Does it involve murder? Do we have to get into war? Are you really not allowed to tell us? I think I think I think you can say no to that because from what I've I've been told, um, the answer is kind of in the opposite direction. So. Lena, you can, t uh, rather Emily, you can tell me um, how much how much trouble we'll get in for what I'm gonna say. Okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. Here but, we go. Um, I think the best answer to your question, Greg, 
uh, and what I, from what I've been able to find would be um, A, um, everyone who can should learn hypnosis. Okay. Uh, em- what? What was that, Emily? That's always a good thing. Oh, that's a good thing. Okay, great. Yeah, I think she said that's always a good thing. Is that right? Yes, I did. Okay. And uh, second, secondary to that is um, instead of being isolated, uh, and I'm not talking about uh, social distancing or anything like that. I'm saying where you know you and person X or people A, B, and C are tested and safe and, you know, you can, you can be in each other's company, right? Yeah. Um, that people coming together and um, using a communicating on the hypnotic level, um, mm. going to that trance state, okay? The, the more people you have involved and i'm not saying you need like a room full of a hundred but i'm saying like four five seven you know like in in that range you know what i mean even nine and eleven you know yeah but like even three is a is a a breakthrough compared to our our current setup you know what i mean yes yes um three five seven nine 11 people reaching simultaneously deep trance states. Whoa, wait a minute. Why those numbers? Is there a significance to those numbers? Um, well, without realizing it, except for nine, um, all of them are primes. Uh. But nine, nine, I think, was a, a, one of Tesla's favorite numbers. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know why I didn't really say the evens, but my guess is going to be that to avoid pairing, you hmm. know. So wait a minute, because you we're, just we're, those we're, numbers just came from like a channeled place. You weren't even aware of the numbers you were like throwing out there. No, exactly. Yeah, Emily, is that just what happened? <laughs> Did he just get like a divine inspiration to say those numbers or something? Like what just happened there? Did you make um, him say those numbers? <laughs> no. <laughs> what is the significance are, of nine seven three? Are you are you a little a little worried about the information I'm I'm giving out? Are you a little no, scared? I, I, I don't. <laughs> no. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I trust you there. <laughs> I I think. Yeah, it is fine. Do you okay, think right now it, it is fine? It is. Oh my gosh. What's yeah. the queen? What's she gonna do to you now? You just said it. We all have to go into trance. The queen heard. What's what's gonna happen to you? Are you safe? Uh no no, I, I'm safe and it's fine. <clears throat> so wow. 
I think we should all go into trance. I love it. I'm a huge, I'm a trance junkie. I mean, that's what this show is a tribute to. Open loops. It's like a, it's like a playground for the mind. It's a theme park for the mind. I really, you know, I, I look at it that way. Um, and, and whatever that means, if it's, you know, an auditory theme park versus like actually engaging in the conscious level, like, exploration of the imagination in a fantastical way which is uh something tim that you've been about forever since i've known you at least like you and this is the thing emily i i i hope you'll agree with me um that i love about tim is that you know so many hypnotists i feel like like the 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 popular stuff about hypnosis isn't recreational that's my big issue. When you're talking recreational trance, you're either talking about usually like stage hypnosis, hypnosis for entertainment, or you're talking about like, you know, like very set things. I guess you could call past life regression that um, or recreational would be like like erotic hypnosis using it for um, that kind of thing. But like Tim and me, we're both like, hey, do you see how this technology can actually like help you go to other worlds like we're experiencing right now? Like Tim, you've always been interested in that. That's the only thing. I mean, yeah, it changes people's lives. Like it is a powerful force for change, but it also is so much more than I feel like most hypnotists even allow their minds to tap into. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you two things that will probably blow your mind. Okay, yeah, first man. the first is I got into hypnosis to find a um, a cheaper way of getting high than weed. Um, wow, <laughs> that's so, fair. Um, I mean, I I'd used um, MJ for. Um, you know, to help with my nerve condition I was born with. Right. Um, but I said to myself, okay, this is a state of being, you know, when I, when I use this, I, this substance, I go into this state and it's not the, it's not the substance that's making my body that way. It's the way my body is reacting to that substance. So if I can have that reaction, I don't necessarily need the substance. Yes. You know, and that was what like kind of started me on the journey towards it. Now, here's my second confession that will blow your mind. And I, I, I dare you to, <laughs> to give me a similar confession if, you, if, if it's true, you know, for yourself. Oh, gosh, Emily. But, Emily's laughing. I'm nervous too, Emily. <laughs> okay. I, um, I faked it as far as going into trance. Like when I studied with Igor and I was in front of everyone and everything else, I was faking it. Okay. I wasn't really in trance. I was pretending. I was playing along. Okay. Yeah. About about two or three years into working with clients, I actually went into a trance. I actually like felt myself like, mm -hmm. whoa, I'm not in this room anymore. I'm somewhere else. I'm... Mm -hmm. I feel this time shift. I feel this experience shift. I feel like a whole, like going into a dream and coming out again. You know what I mean? And had that true, like hypnotic experience. Okay. 
Yeah. Probably about like two or three years after I'm, I'm already started as a hypnotherapist. Okay. When was the first time you truly like honestly without a doubt felt hypnotized oh man i still don't know if i have truth be told okay that's i that's the truth that's the honest that's the real deal okay there was one guy ever that did something to me that suggested something was going on beyond like my own trying to convince myself it was happening but like even then um I that is like like the level of like what you're talking about experiencing phenomena like getting like negative hallucinations or um you know something like really like this is hypnosis I am in this and I am in this state or, or no, mm, I know state versus I in this you're place. in that world you're you're in that place I've never had that yet I don't believe okay um that's my quest then is to get you there that's and- right um we what my what i think we'll do is we'll use mirroring so first i'll we'll do a call together um off the off the radio you know off the air um where i'll take lena um to that that space and through some phenomena and stuff like that and then after i take her out we'll do you (laughs) Wait, you know is I mean? it because I'm scared? I, I'm getting scared right now. I'm a, I'm a little scared, I think. Maybe that's the answer. I'm, I'm sorry. I just laughed because Lena is, like, freaking out. Why is Lena freaking out? Does she want to talk? You, you want to let her talk? She She's just, um, as you said, um, you, you want to let her... Um, experience some um hallucinations and all that stuff she's just like oh my gosh yeah <laughs> really <laughs> yeah right and she wants to talk about about the riding the horse which is a uh, a uh, hallucination oh, what emily i can't to- hear i i can't hear it anymore what's wrong with the horse <laughs> you, you you emily um, I'm gonna let me let me just count Emily down, and then bring Lena back, okay? Because Lena will tell you about the horse. Okay, Emily, great. you okay with that? Yeah. It was amazing okay. meeting you, Emily. Oh gosh, yeah, it was great to meet you too. I hope to I hope to keep this conversation going. Pay, yeah. Send my regards to the royalty. <laughs> <laughs> tell them to tell them to be a little less harsh. All right, you can talk to me. We're good friends now. You can tell me what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I will uh, talk to them. <laughs> good, but don't get in trouble either. All right, great meeting you. Tim, take it away. All right, Emily, uh, just close your eyes, take a deep breath and relax. You know, you've, you've been doing hypnosis since you were probably about 10 years old, I think. Three, two, one deep sleep trance all the way down all the way down all the way down you see the doorway it's clear you open it you give lena a hug and a kiss because you guys love each other a lot 
and you let Emily, you let Lena walk through, and Emily, you go through the door. Lena, come back to us right now. I'm gonna count one to three, and you're gonna open your eyes on three. One, two, three. Open your eyes, Lena, how are you feeling? Good. Hi. Wow. Hi, Lena. Hi. <laughs> oh, gosh. What, you, what did you just experience? What are you reacting to right now? Give me a few seconds. <laughs> no worries. No worries. No worries. I, I think the best I could explain it, I believe, is I think Lena was how we would say a kind of a, at a resort um, in the other world being pampered and now she's returning back to our kind of harsh earth <laughs> yeah I know and Emily didn't give us anything she didn't give us any advice whatsoever Lena. <laughs> Um, also the horse, like what's going on with this horse? I don't know if Lena wants to talk about it even. It sounds like it's a controversial topic. Oh, no, no, no. It's nothing, nothing like that. Um, I had given Lena a, um, hallucination of an experience, uh, of that she had seen a, um, policeman with a riding a horse and, uh, had another horse with uh, with them and um, Lena had asked if she could ride the horse and rode the horse around the block and huh. when I told Lena that this was a hallucination this was you know she had asked me to give her a, a fake experience and I did she didn't believe me because she swore up and down that she had actually had the experience I still don't believe you that it was not real. You wow. still rode the horse that day. I still don't believe that it was just a hallucination. It's amazing. Yeah, you know what? She does sound different than Emily a little bit, a little softer, a little. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, okay, two things I want to point out. First of all, um, during your story, Tim, which I don't think we got the full loop closed on about, uh, right. <laughs> no, no, about um, you know, what you were going to do to me to like open me up into the world and the mind blowing. Was the mind blowing part of your story that you didn't experience it until you started working with clients? Like, what was the mind? When, when was my mind supposed to be blown? Oh, okay. Um... Have you blown it yet? Is it coming? Oh, <laughs> oh what was what the mind blower? Um, First one was you got high or you, you were looking to get high with hypnosis. Oh, well, well, right, right, right. That, well, I thought that would be a little bit of a mind blower. No, that, that definitely yeah. did blow my mind. That was good. That was my good. My inspiration I mean, to, to the reason hypnosis is. was like cheap drugs. That, um, I love that. <laughs> and um, the second one was... Um, to be a professional hypnotherapist who's 
you know, never actually been hypnotized. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a little bit of like a... Oh, yeah. It, it can lead to, I know for me, it's definitely led to like a little bit of that imposter syndrome, a little right. bit. Right, right, right. Because you're like, you, well, and the, here's the wild thing. You, if you're, if you're good, and as an actor, like as someone with that background, I think you have at least the capability to be really good. I don't know if you are really good. I haven't really listened to what as a you, hypnotist. You mean you just as like a practicing hypnotist? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Right. Right. So, um, I I did think you did awesome street when we did street together. That was fantastic. Right. Um, and um, I think you you understand it completely, so you should be able to to do the awesome stuff. You know, I haven't seen you like work with a client or something like that. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, look, I, uh, my, my journey is I went a little, I've played around with that the past couple of years for sure. But then, um, you know, I, I see how powerful it is. I, frankly, it's my, my life coach kind of put it to me this way. Um, when he w encouraged me, the coach I'm working with encouraged me to start this podcast. He's like, so many people get into hypnosis because they're in love with hypnosis and not helping people. Mm -hmm. Now, it doesn't mean I don't help people regularly, but my draw to hypnosis, what keeps me engaged with it, is the infinite amount of learning about what it is and what it can do versus oh, actually what? being there's like a so clinical much, person. Right. There's so much to it. And I mean, I, I see the recreational side as being a whole, like bigger than Starbucks. You it's, know? Yes. Totally agree. Um, totally agree. And I've even like envisioned the marketing for it being similar to like recall from total recall. Yes. Know? Yes, it is so uh, untapped. People can't get, by the way, you heard it here, folks. Tim cites the happy hypnotist. We're going to get that trademarked. Uh, maybe before this airs, even the I am <laughs> HD. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, so, so interesting. In this time, think of how many people would have benefited from a virtual vacation. I thought about it immediately. I said, if I'm going right. to leverage hypnosis, like a lot of people are going to, like, you know, hit the, oh my gosh, un uncertainty times. What are we going to do? We have so much anxiety. And my immediately, my thought always goes to recreation. Like a lot of people built their nine to five lives around having something to do on the weekends and going and traveling and destination weddings and all this stuff. And they can't. So right. what's the closest thing? Well, if you are a virtuoso in the hypnosis, if you are a uh, somnambulistic subject, like, and you haven't even explored that. Like, first off, you have so you could these vacations could be better than maybe the ones you go in real life. Oh, oh yeah. Totally. And then, right. and then B, it's like people that aren't there, a good hypnotist. Uh, and again, I I'm. This is where my skills are a little less refined in the sense that I just haven't really spent a lot of time working with like people in a concentrated way with the sole focus of being what Milton Erickson was doing, which was like thousands of hours sometimes with one person to see if they could right. get them to do like catalepsy. You know, I mean, if he sometimes <laughs> like it was like, and sometimes it took that much to get people that suggestive. That part interests me. Haven't explored it enough. 
would love to do it in a world that, you know, hey, maybe there was a market for people teaching people how to develop those Here, suggestions. Here's, here's, the, here's the thing. We can always regress people to a movie or a TV show um, or a book or some kind of experience like that where storytelling was involved. Yeah. That they had a deep experience where they went beyond where they felt for the characters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because we don't, as much as we do learn through imitation and everything, we also have this amazing ability to learn through indirectly through stories and stuff like that, you know? Yes. Um, and so if you can click a person on to that level where they can remember feeling that attachment to the story, that depth to the story, you can start to open that door to them getting to that deep level of hypnosis. Now, Mm -hmm. I think, um, and you, I don't know if, like, Justin has talked about this, 90% of the hypnotists out there aren't doing real hypnosis. They're doing, like, progressive relaxation. They're doing scripnosis. They're doing, like, um, stuff that is out of date, doesn't work, and it's just, at best, a placebo, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, shit. What, 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 Lena? <laughs> it's just boring. Boring. Yeah, Lena's got these little <laughs> sassy comments in between. <clears throat> I try to avoid them. You try to avoid your sassy. You know, Emily did not feel shy about the sassy comments at all. That was the other thing I was going to say. Like, there was a moment Tim was like, I, I was so confused what happened. My listeners, I, I, I mean, I was a little scared for a second because Tim was like, yeah, you know, I've all, I was always faking it. And then and, and Emily was like, that's what you do. You always do that. She like whispered something like that. And I was like, whoa, that's weird that she's not speaking in the proper tense. Also, like, did was she taken back in time to Tim in that moment and commenting on it? Like, you, you'll hear the whisper. I heard it clearly. That was the second thing I was going to ask you, Tim. Like, what was Emily doing while you were telling your story with her little interjections? <laughs> like, they were very strange and out there. But I, I guess that's what you can expect from someone from another dimension. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's hard to understand the shift in perspective. Yeah. Um, because our language is so based on what we understand right now. Mm-hmm. Like um, I, I was explaining to Lena just uh, a day ago, how mad doesn't necessarily mean angry. It at one point meant insane. It meant yes. crazy, like a mad house yes. or a mad hatter, you know, that sort of thing. So words you know, you look at how a word like that has changed and the meaning has changed. And so understanding someone speaking from another time or another like world perspective is going to be a real shift. Now, you know, there's a king and a queen, like these people in power, but I can tell you enough to say that Emily's world is not based on monogamy. You know what I mean? Oh, whoa. What? That king uh, is sleeping around? 
well, I don't know about the king and the queen's <laughs> personal situation. Okay, that's a whole... What, yes, Lena, is that what's happening? Is the king cheating on his woman? <laughs> I, I don't think, I, I don't think so. it's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's not cheating up there. Like, like... Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's okay, Emily. <clears throat> <laughs> Wait a minute, Emily, you just talked to Emily? Yeah, sometimes she's... Uh... Gets vocal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. 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 Yeah. You know, Tim, when you were talking about like what the solution for the world would be, uh, you know, bigger picture, everybody learning hypnosis. I was like, is he going to say like, everybody needs to be having more sex. That actually, that, that actually in a, in a way is part of it. Although it's not the, it's not just, more hypnosis and more sex you know what i mean yeah no it's a holistic um, coming together beyond isolation that you're speaking to it's like right, sex right. is obviously a force that is a it's a life force it's what brought us here so that's a key part of it but it's also uh being more compassionate being like like touch doesn't have to be erotic it can be um sensual or or just uh you know like it, it there, there's such thing as platonic touch um you know i mean like like yeah. well it's 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 it's, it's funny. It's um, a little bit um, not Brave New World. Um, Stranger in a Strange Land. You know, you grok. You know, mm, not um, as familiar with that one. Okay, it's. Uh, but I have watched it's, that it's, video. It's, <laughs> you know that video of the two kids like sitting on the. This came out like right when COVID happened. Like the two kids telepathically communicating to each other about like. This is this was a time when humans needed to grow and emerge, and it's just like two children staring at each other with voiceovers, like right. reflecting oh, on the uh, past. I kind of thought that was happening with Emily, like she was going to give us something, but she didn't even give us that. She just told us about like an unhappy marriage. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh great, this is what we got going on in other dimensions. What do you have to say about that, Lena? I, I think they are happy. She just can't tell us much about her um life and the whole situation yeah i i think she personally dislikes the the king the queen and the king to some extent but i think it's more of a, a personal <gasps> yeah Emily, it's okay <sighs> than a uh than like a whole political thing you know what i mean I'm a little concerned about this, Emily, right now, like talking with <laughs> Lena on a daily basis. Like, like uh, uh, Lena, do you walk through your life and you, like, in public have to, like, talk to Emily? Or, I mean, does that happen to you? Like, like because that, you know, I mean, Tim, we both know that that's, like, what Americas yeah. would classify as, like, you know, a d multiple personality or... or <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No. Schizophrenia. Oh. Like, like, what's the difference between that and what's happening now? Yes, have I made this girl crazy? Um, no. <laughs> I'm trying to say that in a polite way, but yeah, right, have you? Right, right. Uh, I, I get to the point. I get to the point. Um, no, uh, Emily generally behaves um, and is a positive force in Lena's life. Would you agree with that, Lena? Yes, totally. Has anybody ever said, who is Emily, like when you're out in public? Like, have you spoken to Emily in public and anybody's thought you were... You were, quote-unquote, crazy. <laughs> I, 
I don't speak with Emily like right now in in public. That's what I was getting, Tim. You know, I I, I get yeah, the sense yeah. that this is a space it's, where it's, Emily is still kind of floating. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is a space for that. Um, right. Very interesting. You know what? This has been so mind blowing. So cool. Um, Tim, you know, I'm definitely going to have to uh, hit you up at some point to see yeah, if it, I mean, we're, we're I'm gonna scared. Into, we're going to get into deep trance where you you feel it. Okay. Yeah, my favorite so thing my, is my, deep my, trance, my first, man. What? My favorite thing is deep trance. My favorite thing is deep trance identification. If you can get me DTIing someone, man, dude, I will give you mad props. Like, I want to step into the body of the greatest, you know, the mind and body of the greatest thinkers in the world. I mean, um, obviously not Elon Musk. We know Emily, how Emily feels about Elon, but like other people, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I would love to be in the mind of an NLP master. I mean, you know, like obviously, Milton's the classic example, but like, what about? Well, I I think one of the easiest ways to do that is there. There's another way of traveling extra dimensionally, which is traveling possible. Like it's kind of like traveling timelines of like what ifs, huh? And we can find the timeline where, um where Greg Bornstein might be a university professor or a business tycoon using hypnosis, you know, Interesting. or I love an NLP that master or whatever, you know, a, a personal coach or whatever, who is like working with billionaires, you know? Yeah. Um, but whatever hyper, you know, attuned Greg you want to click into we'll go and have you do a one-to-one with, with them or step into their body. Yeah. You know? Um, so, you know, like what you need to bring back to this world to, you know, feel that way all the time. You know, Tim, I'm definitely going to let people know about where they can seek you and reach out to you. Um, is this, yeah. Is this kind of the work you are, I mean, are people coming to you for this kind of stuff or are you, are you traditionally still, I'm guessing because that's what the market is. The market yeah, is still yeah, saying yeah. quit I, smoking, I, late weight loss. I know you've done a lot with that. Yeah. But if there, if um, people who I'd love to work with, if you role play, if you cosplay, um, I think people who cosplay is, it's a fantastic thing. Yeah. Um, people who really dive into their imaginations. Um, you know, you're watching midnight gospel or Rick and Morty and you're saying, yes. yeah, that really could happen just, you know, in a different way, you know? Yeah. And- Lena, do you like Rick and Morty? Mm-hmm. D- Emily must love Rick and Morty <laughs> if she loves back to the future still. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> Uh wow, this is so fascinating. She loves it. She loves it. Yeah. Emily, does Emily mm-hmm. like Rick and Morty too? Uh yeah. <clears throat> Tim, isn't it so interesting? In the future, they watch this stuff. Uh, I it's wild. I didn't. Even, I've never like really asked about the like cultural stuff, but yeah, it's really interesting. Um, but yeah, if you have anyone listening or you know who wants to start exploring other worlds or um kind of see more of themselves and other dimensions. Uh, I'm happy to teach it because wow. I think that's the way. And um, 
the the technology I brought back from that world points to um, people working together using uh, hypnosis to achieve a state where um, telepathy and beyond um, just happen because you're, you're you're it's like a electrical circuit of thought and personal energy wait you just answered my question telepathically which was sort of weird um <laughs> which actually which was very strange lena i don't know Le- what lena's familiar with this i've done um we've done some amazing <sighs> psychic work together and um like she asked me you know oh can you use hypnosis to be psychic and i said okay this is the number you're thinking of i think i think it was either 357 or 359 I don't remember what it was. Three five seven. Three five seven. And yeah. you just um, got it. And yeah, I just and what I said to her was I said, write it down, write down the number, and then I'm gonna say it. And she wrote it down and I said three five seven. And she was like and I hadn't I just said pick a number. I didn't even say a three digit number. Yeah. Okay. And she wrote it down. And then afterwards, I taught her how you can suggest numbers to people and stuff like that. It wasn't what I had done, but I showed her like how, you know, I could say, okay, um, listen to this. And I said a few things and I said, okay, write down a number. And I said, okay, that number is um, one, four, three, seven or, or whatever it was, one, four, you know, something, something. Um, and she was like, yeah. And I was like, that one I, I cheated on, you know, and I explained to her how I did it. But the first time when I had, you know, had to write down the number and I guessed it, there wasn't that I hadn't done any pre-suggestion or anything to it. So it was just an authentic telepathic proof, you know? Wow. 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 My brain is exploding Mm -hmm. so much. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, this is, this is our key. This is our doorway to our greatest psychic abilities is, um, both. Let me explain it as advanced hypnosis, uh, going into Mm -hmm. state, you know, like really deeply and, um, working together and um, using tantric energy, which, as you understand, isn't purely sexual, but is just like an appreciation energy. Whoa, whoa, interesting. You know, Tim, here's my question. It's a classic question, but I feel like you have a unique answer. How would you define hypnosis? For me, hypnosis is opening the door to trance, which is a state that we go through all the time in different ways. And create like creating that doorway and going to that destination together. So it's like a um, like it's it, it a guided pro- it can't right right it's with someone usually like it's someone right. is facilitating and unless and even if it is yeah. self hypnosis it's like 
your voice facilitating it on yourself or another voice like like it's still a guided process at some level right and and by that i mean that it's um remember for me it was like two or three years into being a hypnotherapist that i went into trance myself the thing was i never did scripts because i had to be there i had to be there in the moment and i started you know as i was you know successfully bringing people into deep trance i started to find that space i started because i always wanted to be with the person i didn't want to be like okay i'm looking from afar and telling you what's going on you know yeah i'm like i'm going on the tour as your tour guide as your translator and i have to be there right with you i can't just be there on your phone i have to be in that country with you you know yeah and yeah. um that's what brought me there and that that's the whole thing is that i think um the the neural pathways between two or more people going into that state using that psychic bridge to that altered consciousness state that allows more psychic ability to manifest um as we you know learn to use that and to reach that like as a regular thing because right now it's a drug to us Mm. lena lena loves going into trance i love going into trance you love going you know as close as you can to trance yeah yeah the most you can experience right oh i love it Um, i love that's what this show is i listen to people sitting back and listening is an is a trance state Uh, right I, I want you, and like I don't mean this in a, in a gay way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could. I know but, you're a married man but, to, to a lovely lady, yes. Right, right, right. But I, I want you to have that like hypnotic orgasm of like deep trance, you know, in that it, it is a... <laughs> Wait a minute. What, Lena? What? What do you... <laughs> What do you have to say? It is an orgasm? She said it's wonderful, I think. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Is it an orgasm? Would you say it really is like deep trance is orgasmic once you get there? (sighs) Would you say it's as Um, intense? On a different level, yeah. Hmm. It it is not not the same. Yeah, it's not like an orgasm. Right. You know, I was watching that show last night, uh, Unwell on Netflix. That's like kind of taking a documentarian view of uh, th- these ladies are doing investigative journalism, looking into modern wellness movements, essential oils and beasting therapy. And they did an episode on Tantra. And uh, one of the ladies there who they were featuring, uh, I think they had several sex Tantra uh, instructors. They were talking about how the orgasm is separate from ejaculation. Like it really is an orgasm in the mind. And I've never, I've never, but, but it, the fact that you brought up Tantra again, uh, now of course this show talks about like people abusing positions of power and leading tantric circles, like which happens in pretty much every single power structure you can find. Like, like there's no such thing as 
any sort of structure I've ever met where there's a leader and abuse hasn't happened. And that's right, king and queen up there. I'm looking at both of you. Be 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 careful with each other. Um, but <laughs> but but <laughs> what I'm saying is like you know tantra. The fact that you brought up tantra again makes me wonder: is that like tantra in trance? What exactly is the non-sexual tantric component of reaching deep trance? How would you kind of explain that? Or is it sexual? I mean, everything is kind of like life energy. Like we wouldn't be here without sex. So like clearly it's important. I, I, well, well, it's – what it is though is like there's that – an orgasm is an example of a a deep trance state okay yes because when you're in that moment you're not thinking about generally what do i look like right now um what should i do next um what what am i gonna have for dinner tonight um, right right that's when it's going actions, well you're in you know? it you're you're <laughs> you're <laughs> right yes right you're in the moment and as athletes call it, you're in the zone. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's another moment. If you're um, playing a game, doing a sport or having an athletic event that you're in and you're a hundred percent emotionally and mentally committed to that moment, you're in another state of consciousness than you're than you are when you're walking around when you're talking to your friends right yeah and when you're taking a test you know you're in this high state of like oh shit you know <laughs> yes. okay um so the athlete gets there the person having sex gets there the um now as the actor on stage right when you're in the role and especially i think when you have an audience that feels it and gives you that energy back isn't that as good as sex in a way as good as an orgasm in a way. Right, right, right. In, right. in its in intensity, right? Um, and people do drugs or drink or whatever to, to try to get to the, as best they can to that kind of state, you know? If you look at it, like drugs and alcohol are generally the least dependable way to get there, right? Yeah, absolutely. Especially like when you wake up. Right, right. Sex is kind of like it's it's the the best guaranteed route to get there, but the most difficult as far as social interactions go. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Um, and, yeah. and then I live in New York, then, Tim. I know, I know. Right, yes. right, right. And then athletically, you know, it's a or, you know, as a performer, it's, you know, getting that, that audience or that performance or that 
thing to do and, and, and getting it just so that you get to that energy, that you get mm. to that place, right? Right. So these are all tantric methods of communion. Wow. Where you're talking to God. You're, you're connected to God. Because you are God, you know, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way to God, but, you know, in a way that, like God, like is saying, like, yep, this is what I am. And you're feeling it. Yeah. Wow. So you know? look, if you want to talk to God, we started. From- <laughs> <laughs> it's like, really? We were talking virtual reality. Talk look, about no. a loop, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you want to talk to God. If you want to get closer, if you really want to experience this, work with Tim, the happy hypnotist, uh, Emily, or well, Emily's a conduit. Lena is also learning too. So you know what I mean? Uh, Tim is Tim is training everybody. Both of these people who I've talked to today are, uh, I, I'm very grateful I was able to talk to you both. I've learned a lot. I think people should seek you out if you want to have these transcendent experiences. And uh, I definitely hope, definitely hope to have you both on again. Thank you so much, Greg. It was fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Lena. Appreciate it. Well, that's good that I live more than 50 years. I was kind of freaking out there. Um, also the future, you, you, are they suppressing knowledge in the future? Is that what you got from this episode? I definitely picked that up. Very awkward when I called her an alien too. That was strange. I wish Tim gave me a little bit of like a heads up about the etiquette when talking to these interdimensional space beings. It would have been nice to know not to say alien. Like I, I, I hope I didn't piss off Emily too much uh, but hey that was a blast eat some candy don't have it be candy corn swallow some gummy worms and just just like rot your teeth it's 2020 Halloween things have been insane I, I don't care how many cavities you get today make it a personal challenge the cavity challenge make that the new TikTok trend I hope you have a wonderful hypnotic and happy and safe Halloween. Take care.